Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. Today, I am joined by Catherine Claudette. Kathleen, I am Whitney, and we want to thank you for being here. Winners never quit, and quitters never win. I call bullshit. I <laughs> say bullshit. Sometimes quitting is the best thing you can do. All right. It frees your heart, it frees your mind, soul, and spirit and make space for what is actually for you. And when we refuse to quit, so there are some times when you shouldn't quit, um, but there are times when you should. And what's important is that you take the time to figure out, to listen, to get in touch with which way is the better way. But today, what we're going to be focusing on is when you come to the place where quitting, letting go, releasing is the best and highest for you, how to go about doing that. You know, we've all done that. We've all quit a number of, I've quit lots of things. I've walked off of jobs in the middle of my shift. That was truly what was best and highest for me in that moment. Not something that I'm necessarily proud of as someone who tends to honor commitments, but you know, you have to go with what is right for you ultimately. And we've spent this past year in a state of reassessment and reevaluation and the world one day sort of came to a halt and it has us all rethinking. What am I doing? What am I doing with my work, with my relationships, with my health, with you name it, we're rethinking it. And then after you're done thinking it through, what's next? So there really are two things that come next. There's planning and action, action and planning. And there's a time when just taking action is the right way to go. And then sometimes it takes a little planning, or maybe you are more of a planner. And so I I will share this. I have been a planner sometimes to my detriment. Working the plan, working the plan, and trying to get to a place where I have it all worked out so that I can take action. And I have learned that it really is a balancing act. There's a a role for planning, and then there comes a time when you just have to take action. Imperfect action is 
better than no action. And so today we're going to be talking about these things, talking about quitting and when it's good to quit, the kinds of things that we have quit in the past and how it has freed us to move forward. So whether it's a job, negative mindset, self-talk, relationships, whatever doesn't serve you, know that you are not alone. Um, We're all quitters and we're all winners at the same time. So who's got something to say to uh, kick this party off? I would love to jump in on that party because quitting doesn't mean just relationships or jobs. Quitting also means quitting thinking that you have to constantly learn and you need to learn in order to be enough. And quitting could actually even mean quitting a doctor. You know, there are a couple of examples that I could easily share with all of you is that You know, quitting and needing to be better educated, better to be enough has been a theme in my in my life. You know, like in the last four years, I have reframed that whole thought process around needing to be better educated, needing to have other people in my life to prove my worth has shifted because I've chosen to start to look internally versus externally. Oftentimes, when we're insecure or we have some kind of limited belief or program that has been there for you know, a lifetime, we think that we have to continue to invest in this structure of learning. But in fact, it's maybe sometimes I just talked to a friend that he's extremely bright, very educated, and he's stuck. He's stuck in this place of not taking the next step and actually taking action because of the perfectionism, the need to be perfect, the need to be right. And that's not advancing him in his desires and sole purpose. That is keeping him locked in the the lack of enough information. And so, you know, I have shifted all that. I continue to have teachers and and mentors and amazing people in my life. And I've chosen now that I want to. It's not like I need to. I'm enough just the way I am. And I get to share the expertise and knowledge that I have. And there are, you know, almost 8 billion people in this world that, that, Someone is going to want the information I have now. So there's always going to be someone that comes. The second thing is like quitting the doctor. You know when someone isn't in alignment with you. You and you go to the doctor and the doctor is looking down at you. He's, he or she is telling you what to do and how to do it with no, not really giving you choices. You can feel in your body the resistance. You can feel what's happening. You know when it's not right. Recently, I talked about this in one of the other episodes, but you know, I had a medical diagnosis of precancer cells and the doctor was very very clear that she had a whole plan for me and she didn't bother to ask me what I wanted. She didn't bother to check in to say, there are a number of other options that could be homeopathic, could be natural path. It could be anything. She had a plan and that's the plan that I was expected to take. That didn't work for me. (laughs) And so she's no longer my doctor. 
So it's okay. Just because someone has a doctorate doesn't mean they know your body more than you do. It doesn't mean that you, they know what is better for you than you do. You have an ability to have input. And if that input isn't received by anyone, I'm using my example as a, as a medical procedure, then shift. It's, it's a psychologist, a therapist, a healer, or you know anybody that's in the profession, you do not have to stay there because you visited them one time or 10 times or five years. You get to choose what's right for you. And so quitting's not always bad. Quitting actually is, is often serving your higher self over someone else's needs. Or I desire. love that. And I just want to acknowledge you, Kathleen, for that. I think it's important to mention this right now. In my businesses, I deal with a lot of people who are like retired ages and, you know, they're so flipping. Most people, most people are so tied to whatever their doctor says. I see it with my dad. My dad is having incredibly painful things happening. And it all points to this one medication that he's taking that he doesn't even really need to take for like blood pressure, which his blood pressure is fine. And he's getting insane challenges from it. And he won't just try to try to stop him like that because the doctor says, no, those symptoms don't come from this. Those side effects don't come from this med. And I'm Googling it and reading it. What the the articles after articles that these same side effects come from the same med, but his doctor's saying it, so it must be true. It is a false belief. There are so many dynamics in the medical system that are not best for us. And so monitor what your doctor is putting in your records because that matters when it comes to insurances that you want. And just dig deep on the advice you're getting and if it's right for you. Sorry, my soapbox ended on that, but I honor you, Kathleen, for taking that stance of what is really right for me, even though this person has a PhD. So thank you for bringing that access today because I think it is an important message for people to hear and I see it all the time. So since I'm talking and I'm on a soapbox anyway, I'll just continue quitting. You know, I think number one, we've mentioned it a couple times. Whitney certainly kicked it off so beautifully. What feels good and what does not feel good? Our bodies, our souls will tell us. You know, I have been on a mission to get my startup dream fit district off the ground for over three years. It has been a process and journey of a lifetime. There has been highs and lows, and it's been three years. And I know that one of my superpowers is perseverance because what I persevered through the last three years, most people would not. And I've known in my heart, no matter how hard it's gone, no matter wall I've had to push down and they come up every day, I was not quitting. I was not quitting. I'm doing this no matter what because I am so stinking dedicated and clear on my why and that this is happening. And it doesn't matter what the process is. I'm not attached to the process. I'm not attached to the outcome of the process. I'm attached to my why and that this is happening. So when you have something in your soul that you just know it's a must for you to do, 
getting in that why will keep you when you just know it, no matter hard, how hard it gets, you still just know that's when you know to just keep going attached to that why. And when things don't feel good in your heart and soul about whatever it is not serving you, that's when you know to leave. That's when you know, release it, that there's toxicity. It's making you feel shameful. For example, something I'm quitting, rejecting myself because I must give myself self-love. And I had this profound moment walking through the airport last night. And I was looking at some pictures that were posted on Facebook and I've gained a little bit of weight over the last couple of months. And so I have had the tendency in the story lately that when I'm posted in things, really honed in on how I look and whether I'm going to post it or not. And I'm just being real with y'all and I'm sharing vulnerably here. And last night I was walking through the airport and I go, you know, I'm not posting on it. I didn't like how I looked or whatever. And I was just walking and there was this very audible voice that just said, post the picture, stop rejecting yourself. You are rejecting yourself. And this is the first thing for self-love. Stop rejecting yourself. You know, my family, my body has always been a topic of conversation and I have felt shamed around things because some family members feel their need for whatever to bring it up and think how I'm doing in my life is based on what my body looks like for whatever reason, it's their thing, but it gets projected on me. And this is what has been created rejection of myself because of other people's things. Right. And so Anyway, I understand where it comes from, and it's really something I am working through every day. And so stop, reject, quit rejecting yourself. And so that was profound for me. And I went ahead and I posted that damn picture, and I'm quitting rejecting myself. Love it. Love it. Love it. I didn't see the picture. I'm going to go look for it, and I bet you're going to be beautiful whatever the picture is, because you are a beautiful soul. You are a beautiful person and that shines through. So if that's what they're talking about manifesting out, that's what manifests out from you. So just want to, just want to put that out there. So I love, love, love what you said, Catherine, which goes back to the why, right? And being connected to your why and letting that help inform you when you're looking at what you do next. Because it's not always easy to know when to quit something or when to keep pushing through, right? That there is, is it a resistance to something? Are you embracing something? What's going on with you? And I have no doubt Claudette's going to set us on the right path with the truth here about this. But you said it's been three years, ups and downs. Someone else has got something that they've been going through for three years, five years, and they're holding on for a reason right? That the why they're holding on isn't serving them. There's a better way for them to get what they're trying to receive with that why. 
right? Whereas you are really in touch with your why and it serves you, your purpose, your, your life's purpose, your goals, your, your soul to persevere, to persist. And there's a difference. And so Claudette, school us. School us. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So we're talking about quitting, right? So this goes back into, are we quitting based on fear or are we quitting based on the guidance? So if you're wrapped up in the emotion of fear, pause. Because what we don't face, we become a servant to. So just, just pause for a minute. You don't want to serve fear. Fear needs to go to the curb. It doesn't pay rent. Okay. So are we quitting because we have a fear of failure? Are we quitting because we have a need to be perfect? Are we quitting because we have a need to be right and we don't think we will? Are we quitting because I just can't do it? That's another common belief. But I'm here to tell you that when you partner with the divine in you, you can do all things. So get rid of the I can't do it belief. And if you feel like I just can't do this, write that down and then put beside it. This is bullshit. Okay. Because and then go, I don't know how to do this right now, but I now open myself up to be guided. And, you know, it's those little intuitive knowings that drop into you and and you go. So the first thing is, are you quitting because you are fearful or are you quitting because you are guided? So like on, like, you know, everybody mentioned Kathleen, Catherine, Whitney, everybody's mentioned quitting the sucky things. Like, you know, a lot of people in self-help go, I don't want to call something good or bad. I'm like, if it sucks, it sucks. If it's a dog, it's a dog. If it's a cat, it's a cat. It is what it is. Is it taking your energy? Is it causing you to play small? Is it causing you to constrict? If something is causing you to play small or constrict, the first thing I want to say is you're allowing it. So now we go into who are we really? So we have this false self and we have this true self. The false self can't do anything, gets hurt all the time, you know, runs around in a small constricted world. That is our false self. That is called the ego. I like to call it Chi Chi the Chihuahua. Okay, like a little dog that's not trained with rabies. You need to send that dog to the vet, okay? But then the higher self, the higher you says not a problem. I have access to infinite knowledge and intelligence. And everybody goes, but Claudette, you can do it, but I can't do it. If you've had any intuition drop into your butt, you can do it too. Everybody can do it. The divine design is that we can receive the guidance. All we have to do is get a little quiet for a minute. And if you have thoughts that are overwhelming you, visualize putting them in a jar and putting a lid on it. You know, do a visualization that helps you get out of the spin of the emotion just for a minute and then just ask for the truth about it. And then go to a place that you don't make a decision until that guidance drops in. You know, I'm one of those people, I'm loyal as all get out. Like if I commit to you as a friend, I am your friend. However, I'm also one of those people, if I do not think I'm welcome, my ass is gone. I go poof in the wind. Like, it's like, I'm not going to continue to show up where I do not think I am welcome. 
That doesn't mean I don't bless you, love you, care for you. I just poof in the wind. That's who I am. So when is it a good time? When is it a good time to walk away, step down? When is it a good time to just tweak something? Just because I can tell you this, if you're in business or you're in a relationship, you're going to be challenged in a way that you never, ever thought possible. Our relationships are mirrors to what we believe on the inside, and they show up to challenge the heck out of us. Are you going to quit it? Are you going to just get the guidance and tweak, tweak, tweak? until you are in your power and the bullshit doesn't affect you. And then you can make a choice. Do I walk away from this or not? Is this what I desire my future to look like? And now you're not quitting based on fear. You're quitting based on choice, right? So I just, you know, fear or guidance is the big thing to me. Or, you know, do you adjust? And then you can always evaluate. You can always go, what is expansive for my experience? What is expansive for my soul? And, you know, Kathleen made a point that some people are always, I got to grow, grow, grow. Your ass is growing every day. I mean, the natural state of our spirit is to evolve. Whether you're even aware of it or not, you evolve from being a one-year-old walking and falling down. You're going to grow every day, right? That divine plan is playing out in you, regardless, regardless of all the crazy stuff we do, regardless of the beliefs we have. Yes, we have to get the truth on what we believe, and eventually we all do. It drops into us. It comes to us. There is a divine planet play. And can you trust that? I mean, you know what? You showed up here on earth and your butt didn't create the trees, did it? Did it? Did you you drink the water? Did you create the water? No, you drink the water. That divine plan is there whether you even acknowledge it or not. That is just what's going on. So let's have the conversation around what is right for my soul and what is the guidance right? What is the guidance for this? I'm not going to run away in fear. I'm not going to run away just because it's uncomfortable. But at the same time, I'm not going to stay if the guidance is going, get out. Yeah. That was my, one of my thoughts. How do we sift between the two? Like a thing where we're just being like kind of triggered in the moment and thinking like, oh my God, I want to quit, you know, And I have some thoughts around that versus not, right? Like, like this is toxic. It's bad for you versus I'm being triggered, something to work through and grow. So to me, it's a knowing. We tend to want to react very quickly. Pause as long as you're not in danger. Pause. Take a step back. You know, get out of the spin of the emotion because the spin of the emotion will block the knowing. So that's why I said visualize that spin of that emotion. If you're upset, be upset and then visualize those emotions going into the jar. Use your imagination. Your imagination is incredibly powerful. And so use your imagination to see those emotions going into a jar for now. Because I share with people in truth, go right straight through the emotion to the belief. Because the belief is what creates the emotion anyway. We don't ignore our emotions. Um, But don't be in the spin. So just visualize it going into the jar and then go, 
I will wait for the knowing. And all you have to do is ask, let the knowing come to me, let the divine plan come to me, show me the next step. And you know what? You might have a dream. You might wake up. You you probably sit on the toilet. That's when I received my revelations on the dang toilet. I'm like, so on the toilet or the dang shower (laughs) in the shower or the toilet. I mean, so it will come to you though. And as you turn your awareness to that, it happens more. I want to say that Catherine's why, and then Claudette, your fear. And when you talked about fear, when you started talking about fear, first thing came to me is that we're not created in the spirit of timidity or fear, but in a power and love. That is our superpower. Um, and someone, I don't know, if a couple of weeks ago, just reminded me not to make decisions in a place of low energy, right? You, you can't make those decisions. And fear is one of those things that puts you in a state of low energy. And so for me, the last job I had, I, I think I've mentioned this before, I took that job out of fear and I stayed in it as long as I did because of fear. Now, in the end, it all worked out for my good because I believe all things work for my good, right? So even though it wasn't ever the plan to do that job and it was not the plan to stay there as long as I did, I ended up there almost 18 years. There was lots of good that came out of it that has has me on the path that I'm on. So this notion that you would make a decision to stay or leave out of fear, Claudette is absolutely right. You've got to to take a step back. And I know Kathleen will talk about this. She's got a process that we've talked about a number of times. At least I hope she'll she'll bring it up. But we've got to stop and and assess evaluate. And that's what I believe happened, right, for the world globally was on this larger scale. Normally, it's on an individual basis, but we had an opportunity to collectively, to stop, to breathe, to assess, reevaluate, and then make some decisions about what we do going forward. And we talked about this in the episode about the Great Resignation, all the millions of people who are stopping to say that they are not living their lives in alignment with their values. They are not aligned. And therefore, it, the great resignation is sort of about jobs, but it will, I'm sure, is, is, is happening across other things as well. Not just jobs, but relationships and not just romantic relationships, relationships with family and friends and with self. And it brings us to this place where we have to stop and ask the questions to get curious about what it is that we want. What are we envisioning? What is it that our soul is crying out for And to let go of, to release, to quit the stuff that just doesn't serve and embrace and move towards, flow with that which does. And it's difficult to do that when your mind is cluttered. 
right? It's just difficult to do that. So you've got to get still. You've got to get quiet. You've got to get still. You've got to make place, a space and a place for you to step into and tap into what's going on with you so that you are not reacting and making life decisions from a place of low energy. Winnie, I just wanted to just connect with that and uh, what Catherine and Claudette both just said, you know, first of all, Catherine, congratulations for honoring you and really owning the power that you are, you know, the, the soul that you are and, you know, our minds often take control and Claudette had a great process. I love it. And I'd love to just add to it for another tool for someone else to use that I don't know that I've used before here, but I know when those negative voices pop up in my head, whether your hair looks like shit or your, your butt's too big or, <laughs> or it's too flat or whatever it is, no, acknowledge that, acknowledge that you have that feeling, acknowledge it, really ignoring it or just pushing it aside, you know, putting it in a cup is perfect. And because you're acknowledging it in that way. And if you were to just acknowledge that little girl or that little boy, that's hurting, you know, for whatever reason, just, and hold yourself in compassion. See you as a younger being and hold yourself in compassion and love. Just hold her, just hold him, just hug them and show them the love that they are because that will start to shift your energy as well. You know, and that's quitting the betrayal of self is what it's doing. It is quitting the allowing the external marketing world to program you and continue to make you think that you have to be a certain shape, size, color, whatever it is, you're quitting that. And you're acknowledging that you are a soul. Your soul has a purpose, no matter what it is, no matter what you do, your soul is here to shine. And, you know, no matter where you are, whether it's a job, a coworker, medical, it doesn't matter where you are. Know that if you've put up with something longer than you feel you should have, you know, you're just shooting all over yourself. So turn that around and create a new story. And the new story is no matter where you are, you're not wrong. No matter where you are. And this moment is a new moment and you can shift from that point. You can create something different. Create a new story in your mind because it's just about programming And you can decide which program, which story you want to tell yourself. It is about allowing yourself to feel the compassion that you were meant to serve here on earth. So I know that's not what you were thinking of, uh, Whitney. I'm sure you were talking about the breathing. Shift your energy. You know, that's the other thing. just Just all these little tools that can help you, especially during the holiday season. You know, like it is chaotic and frustrating and anxiety driven in many, many ways. And it can be beautiful and blessed and joyous and full of whatever you choose to allow yourself to feel. And so to shift your energy, you don't have to do any kind of process. Turn on some music that makes you feel happy. You know, jump, 
you know, get up from the, if you're in low energy, move move your body and create, talk to someone that makes you laugh. It doesn't have to be hard. Make it fun. Have fun because that's what we're here for is to enjoy our life, not to make it miserable. Yes. Dance around the room. I swear my neighbors all think I'm a total crazo and it's okay because <laughs> I do that. You know, I like dance around the room. I'm going, woo, I'm doing, you know, some I am's I'm a champion, you know, like whatever it takes. I'm a champion. I am loving. I am compassionate. I am a leader, you know, whatever to get you in the state of mind that is going to empower you because we all must understand that our brains, like you were touching on this, uh, Kathleen, a minute ago, so beautifully, like our brains are always going to want to tell us, our heads are always going to want to tell us, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Get out, quit. And so I love Claudette. It just was like, aha, when you, you said, get out of the emotional spin before you do anything. Like for me, you know, sometimes that emotional spin, you know, it goes on for a little, little too long, a couple of weeks. And then, you know, it's like, okay, I see now what my soul has to say about this. Let me handle it this way. Um, working on that emotional spin, cutting that time down as well. But yeah, just that totally resonated with me on whether, because you don't want to act out of triggers ever, even if the final answer is to quit, right? Because we all, you know, we all are where we are. And knowing who we are, our values, our beliefs, what we stand for, that is so critical because when you know that, then nobody else can tell you who you are. Nobody. And one other thought on the tyranny of how Whitney and you were mentioning this earlier, being attached, like how planning, what you were saying is planning would delay you at times, right? Or, or maybe even and keep you from getting what you want at times, getting stuck in that, that planning mode. That's also another way. It's how, how are we do that? How are we going to do that? When you have an idea, my first thought often is, oh my God, how am I going to do that? Right. And it, it might, you know, keep me from doing it. Right. That's called Tony Robin talks about the tyranny of how there are so many ways to do things. And during my three year fit district journey that I shared earlier, if I would have been caught up on how it would have never gotten done. We would never be where we were at. And so there's so many ways to do things. So detaching and just know that be aware of, of your brain is probably going to go how, and you're going to go, I don't know, you know, and so it could stop you, but just to get, that's when dig more into the why journal about it, meditate on it and the how will come and it will change so many times. I absolutely agree with that. We have to stop being held hostage by the how. So we're going to wrap up here. I just want to thank the three of you, you know, your, your brilliance, what you bring to our show every, each and every week, it, just your brilliance, your insight, your willingness to be vulnerable. I think what makes this such a magical I don't want to say experiment, but I love like this. I would say the four of us, Whitney, maybe the five of us as the well. Five of us. There, well, there, yes, there are five of us. I, I'm 
was just talking to those of you who are here in this moment, but absolutely all five of us. And what we bring weekly to this is, I think, magical. And it makes a difference how you show up each and every week, bringing your best selves. And this is not about telling people what to do, but sharing the essence of who we are and the journeys that we've been on that say, you you can do this too, right? We know this. We know this because we've been through it and we're continuing to go through it and evolve each and every, each and every day. So know your why. Here are the big nuggets here. Know your why. Acknowledge that there is fear, but don't let that fear drive you. And I love this from you, Kathleen. You're not wrong. When you are in touch with what's right for your soul, you're not wrong. And be focused on what's the best and highest uh, for you and those that you impact. And know this, that you impact everyone because we are all connected. We're interconnected, interrelated, interdependent. And so if you focus on that, what's for the best and highest, whether the answer ultimately is to quit or to continue, right? You won't have that tug of ultimately of uh, what goes along with resistance and you can flow into quitting or staying, releasing or being persistent, whatever is ultimately the answer for you, trust it, trust it, because you've done the work to understand where you are and where it is you need to go. So we want to thank you for joining us again. We would love to hear from you. Your comments are welcome. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Beyond Your Best Plan, and We look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Have a beautiful day. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.